Welcome to Guitar Stories Podcast, episode number 77. We've made it to 77, Dan. I've enjoyed almost every single episode so far. What do you mean with almost? Well, there were some where, you know, we had tech issues that were just beyond. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd rather be in the Upside Down than be in some of the tech issue shows that we've had. So uh, that That's right. That's right. But anyways, welcome, everyone. Episode 77. Yeah. I was looking so much forward to this episode, and we got to put out a massive spoiler warning at the very beginning. If you haven't watched the finale, the grand finale of Stranger Things Season 4, skip to one of Andy's previous reviews, or, you know, if there's no alternative, maybe check out Henning's channel or something else, but yeah. don't, don't go. Or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or Gem yeah, but, yeah. But if you haven't, then just watch this, and then... Uh, take some sort of mind-altering chemical that will make make the memory go away, and then go and watch the finale, and then come back and watch it again. Yeah, so, uh, I'm 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 still waiting for that chemical to kind of be able to erase some sort of memories, but you know, not not randomly, but like very specifically. So that the Men in Black pen then. Yeah. Yeah, but even even more precisely, not just what you just recently saw, but maybe you know you dated back. A little bit like back in the future, you dated back to that one day back in 1997 where you, I don't know, went to school and forgot to put on your pants. Didn't happen to me. I'm just making something up. (laughs) Right, let's say hello to the people in the chat. We've got Michiel, Studio Camille is there. We've got Sarang, we've got Jason, we've got Valeria, we've got Amanda, we've got Bubbly Juice, we've got Tobias. We've got Valeria. Have I said Valeria already? Possibly. Melodify. Dr. Dan is in the chat. Hello, Dr. Dan. Hello. And um, any others. And I believe there's uh, another birthday this week from Amanda's family, which we'll give a shout out later on if she wants to share the name. Um, before we bring him in, if you have any questions for Aiden at any point in the show, um, I will try and save them for the little chat log, but uh, mainly wait till a little bit later on because... We're going to open up the chat so you can uh, question him yourself and we'll pick out some good questions. Well, I've got lots of questions for Aiden, Dan. Have you got lots of questions? Yeah. I mean, you sent me a couple of questions already in advance and mine were pretty much covered by them. But I think throughout the course of the show, we'll probably come up with even more questions. So, yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. Okay. Oh, Celine is also here. And the birthday shout out is to Mackenzie. Hello, Mackenzie. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, she's a massive fan, apparently. So, uh, yeah. Probably not of us, probably of Stranger Things. <laughs> but um, if you are, happen to be a slight fan of the show, thanks very much. Before we continue, if can I quickly... The... Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on, no, go on. Before, before we start, can I quickly like talk about my, my uh, morning episode with uh, my, my Burger King incidents? <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm intrigued now. You've hooked me. No, no. You, I mean, you've, you've said that. This morning, I, I went to um, to the grocery store to to run a couple errands. I drove by Burger King, and in the radio there was uh, Phil Collins, and I drove by a sign, and that sign said "Cheesy Bacon Lover," and the song that just played was "Cheesy Bacon Lover," and that was such a coincidence that I it just blew my mind, and I took a picture and immediately sent it to Andy, and it was just like. Oh boy, why why haven't they licensed this song? That would be amazing, right? <laughs> I actually forgot. I, some, I forgot that you sent me that earlier this morning. So whatever <laughs> that Men in Black pen is, I think I used it today. Um, <laughs> Very well, so. Very well, so. Yeah. 
yeah if you're also if you're listening to the audio version hello make sure you're not doing any heavy lifting with machinery or anything but um we're going to be referring to some pictures because there are some gear peaks pics so um yeah dan will probably throw some stuff up on instagram as well and um sure we'll try and satisfy everybody tonight but cool. dan I, I i kind of made a little introduction for aiden if if, if you don't mind yeah, of course. Please. D did you have one, or, or do you mind if I just take it? Because I, I please take it. Something. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> you ready? Yeah. Uh, there was uh, Jack Butler from Crossroads. There was Marty McFly from Back to the Future. And now we have Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. Ooh. Eddie Munson was played by three different people, and one of them we have on the show tonight. His name is Aidan Fisher. He's the hands of Eddie Munson and so much more. So please welcome him to Guitar Stories, Mr. Aidan Fisher. Hello, Aidan. Hey. What's going on? Um, we were talking about you last week on the show with Warren Hewitt. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to reach out to him on Instagram and see if he wants to come on the show. And we happen to have an empty slot this week due to whatever reason. And um, you have the time. And here you are. So, yeah, Welcome. We're not just going to talk Stranger Things, of course. We're going to talk about your past, which is also an interesting story, and hopefully your future as well and all the stuff. And you has also have a, um, a successful YouTube channel, so we can definitely cover some of that. As I said to the people in the live chat, if you've got questions uh, for Aiden, then please uh, stock them up. We'll wait for them. Um, I guess we're going to do some guitar news first, yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, I guess that the top story uh, is, is Nita Strauss leaving the Alice Cooper band. So Nita Strauss being an Ibanez artist, Dan, you should be able to fill us in a little bit on your thoughts. My thoughts? Okay. Well, I, I, it took me completely by surprise to hear that uh, she was leaving. I think there were a couple of rumors already in the camp. I don't know where they where they came from. You know, usually that stuff gets leaked. But it kind of took me by surprise that she announced uh, yesterday that she was leaving um the band i mean she didn't set it's an indefinite leave but um you know i don't, I don't know if, if she actually will ever make be rejoining alice cooper anytime soon so what i what i found funny is that obviously being a a female artist in in the, in the guitar scene she felt the necessity to address that i'm not pregnant you know <laughs> That kind of was that was interesting to read because that's a very personal thing, and her pointing out that she's not pregnant kind of felt, let's say, a little bit strange to me. But obviously, there were probably a little bit rumors already around. So yeah, well, um, we will see where she'll end up. Um, I'm pretty sure she would have wouldn't have left uh, Alice Cooper Band without a good plan. A or Plan B, however you want to call it, and um, you know, with her being one of the most recognized female shredders, uh, number one, uh, hit, whatever radio hit list artist with her latest album, I think she'll, you know, she'll have a bright future, anyways. And uh, maybe it was about time for a change after seven or eight years with with the Cooper Band. Yeah, has it been that long? I had no idea. Wow, I just saw a headline that said um, Nita Strauss is going to join Demi Lovato. Oh wow! Okay, really, or something like that. Yeah. Wow, where, where yeah. did you see this, Aiden? Uh, on blabbermouth.net. Okay, it's called on Facebook. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, the rumor though, just a there's a rumor. Well, that's interesting. But... Oh yeah, that would be a good show. Um, mm -hmm. Sarang has said that. that he's heard some Judas Priest rumors. <laughs> I, I... Okay. 
if, if I, I I don't know if that's a joke. If it is a joke, I don't get it. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But oh yeah, Valerius just put the link in the chat. Thank you, Valeria, one of our wonderful moderators. Um, and Jason Welch says that um, he heard he heard that Nita rewatched her video with Ryan Burke and decided to start a surf band. I would wish that were true. <laughs> oh, that was a good video. The oh, that sounds amazing with surf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a nice true velvet. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of the big guitar news of the week. Okay. As, aside from, you know, the Stranger Things and, and Metallica being still huge in the media and, and Aiden, you're getting a lot of coverage. And of course, um, Joseph Quinn, the video is going online with him actually playing. So a little bit later in the show, I'd like to get into, of course, your experience and all the behind the scenes stuff and how it was, but also like, you know which parts you played and, and if you played all of it but we'll we'll get into that in a bit because that's that's called a tease to get people to stay you know on the show so we'll, we'll stick around what we need to do is talk about gear so exactly um we have three gear picks and i will say that there's not much great gear being released at the moment it seems that companies are on holiday for a little bit as well as everybody else uh but all three of us have a gear pick of the week and this week, uh, the lovely Dr. Dan is going to go first. Dr. Dan, what's your pick of the week, sir? My pick of the week is a rather unconventional looking Ibanez J Custom. It's the first iteration of the 2020 J Custom lineup. It's called the JCRG2201. Hey, Andy. <laughs> and what you can see here, what, what, what I um, when I say unconventional, it has a couple features either being removed or being altered that you usually would expect from a J Custom. So for instance, it comes with regular dots instead of the Tree of Life inlay. And, you know, this is something that a lot of people usually refer to as the greens on the fretboard that they don't like if, if, if they are into, you know, more mm -hmm. traditional inlays. So seeing, seeing Japan adding regular dots to, um, to the fretboard is actually something that might appeal to a lot of people, you know, that usually would not consider such a guitar. Also, uh, the wood, it's Japanese persimmon on a black limba body. So a rather lightweight Ooh. and very attractive wood. And apart from that, it's just another, you know, pretty cool looking, rare J Custom guitar that's been released in a very low circulation. Um, it's not cheap. I think it clocks in at seven and a half grand. Um, but, what? you know, yeah. Yeah. But being a um, <laughs> that was that, that that phase was golden. But you know, being a proud owner of, of one of those such guitars as well, not that particular one, but ones with, with the resin, I, I got to say, if you have the money left, if you can afford it, it's just, you know, the best of the best of the best. These are hand built by the Sugi in the, in the custom shop. And it's just like, you know, I don't, I don't see a reason why, why I would assume be able to charge that amount of money because, you know, Gibson is charging 15 grand for those kind of custom shop guitars. And it's a lot of value that goes into this, a lot of dedication and work and, uh, you know, it's steep and I, I don't judge anyone who says it's way too expensive because, you know, for my personal taste, it's, it's it's too expensive as a player, but from a collector side and from a guitar connoisseur side, I think it's definitely worth the money. What do you think? 
I, I just think we have to put a little disclaimer out there that Dan does work for Ibanez. So, yep. yeah, that is correct. So, you know, his thoughts are not tainted. Dan is a very honest and uh, upfront guy. His thoughts are not tainted and he genuinely loves Ibanez. And my, my, my response to that, Dan, is that I would rather spend seven and a half thousand on an Ibanez than 15 on a Gibson currently. Mm-hmm. Aiden, any thoughts? I would agree. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay fifteen thousand dollars for a guitar. Um, definitely not. <laughs> would you pay five thousand for a BC Rich? Uh. <laughs> well, I like. I like to get a. I like to get a free one by P- by BC Rich because I played the solo. But if anything, Did you know. But I wouldn't pay. No, I probably wouldn't pay five thousand dollars for true. a BC Rich. I mean, all we have to do is say really nice things about BC Rich yeah, about how yeah. great they are and how. Um, how generous they are with the people they work with. Yeah, yeah. It's... <laughs> oh, you, you not particularly. It, we were going so well. It was going yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, have you? Ha- has anyone of BC Rich approached you? Uh, I, well, they didn't contact uh, uh, me, but I commented on their Facebook post about the about the BC Rich Warlock, which is the signature <laughs> guitar from the show. Yeah, and yeah. it got a bunch of likes, and then they they contacted me, but they haven't sent me one yet, so I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean but there we, are two. We were in contact, but I don't know what happened. Okay. We they haven't, okay. they haven't asked for my address or anything like that. I don't know. Okay. Hopefully well, they two... don't send me one. Versions, but... I mean, there's no two versions. Yeah. Rich, if you're two watching versions, or listening, then um, yeah, hit Aiden up. Come on, sort it out. That is one of the ultimate promotional tools you could possibly mm. use, and also. It's a nice thing to do. I know, right? A good investment. Yeah. Yeah. Makes it, fill fill the world with love and <laughs> free guitars. Which one exactly. would you pick, yeah. Aiden? Um, would Would it be the black one or the red crackle one for you? Um, probably the the red crackle one because that's like the one in the show. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know why they did the black one. I don't see them selling many of those. I, yeah. It's either authentic or not. <laughs> so Andy, okay, uh, yes, Jay yes, Custom, Jay Custom Guitar. Have you you've you've tried out a couple of these? What's your what's your assessment? Because you lately you've been looking for a Shredder's Shredder's guitar. Yeah, since since watching Steve Vai, I have changed a little. Uh, my 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 ability hasn't changed, but my mindset has. Um, <laughs> I, I think seven thousand is a little bit too far for, for me at the moment. I can understand the attraction of it because. Uh, Ibanez is one of those brands that when you get into them, there are people such as yourself, Dan, who are super nerdy and super into it. And I can totally understand um, wanting the best of the best. That isn't me at this point. Although if Ibanez are giving out free guitars, you know, I'll take one of those as well. BC Rich aren't doing it. Should I give a little little sneak peek? Uh, You might have the chance in September in Mannheim. We might see a couple of these for a free guitar. So, I'll be there. Not, not, not for free, but to 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 try out and uh, gorgeous looking, kind of high end J Custom. So I, I do have a question about the J Custom, Dan. What is yeah. the red stripe that's down the back of the neck? What is that? Uh, that should actually just be a regular stained. Um, is it purple Wenge? It's a, it's a Wenge purple hard neck, so it's mm-hmm. three piece, um, and in the middle usually it's either. It's either just regular purple heart or they sometimes also if they use maple, they kind of stain the wood. So it pops a little bit more 
you know, and, and I think last year they already tried to, not tried, they started to also stain the fretboards. So if you have like a, a flame, flame maple fretboard, they stain that as well. So you get those cool looks of, you know, very wavy kind of fretboard. Um, yeah. It's uh, the, the Wenge. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of uh, Wenge as a, as a neck wood. It's a very, it's got a very open pore feel to it. It's a very great, it's a good grip. And usually I'm not a fan of, you know, finished necks. And with that kind of open pore finish, it feels very broken in from, right from the get-go. And, you know, at that price point, it's probably, you don't want a toy guitar that feels, you know, somehow toyetic. You want something that immediately feels like a piece of wood, but a good piece of wood. And that's what, what these guitars provide, yeah. I um I just like saying the word Wenge. It's nice. It's a Wenge. Fun word to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, Aiden, would you mind if we go to your pick next? Because I think it's the most well, fun ironic, of all the picks. Yeah. Well, as ironic as it is, my pick is a pick. It's a guitar pick. It's a Jazz 3. Well, these are all Jazz 3 guitar picks from Jim, Dun Jim Dunlop. 1.14 uh, millimeter. So I've been using those lately, and I Sweet. like them a lot. I recommend them very much. Are these custom custom printed picks or just regular ones that you can buy uh, in the just, store? As just well? regular ones. Just regular ones from the okay. website. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Have you been experimenting a lot with I different gauges? I think it's gauges? our first pick of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's our first ever uh, pick of the week as a pick. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guitar picks I've used. I've used I've, the first guitar picks I used were like the regular. Um, size like uh, you know like what's what, what size would you call these i don't even know to be honest is that like teardrop i'd call that or like what kind of yeah, other guitar a, pick i'm um yeah it's a regular i use those that looks like a max grip is that a max grip well those are jim dunlop i just i don't know like the size exactly but okay. um oh, well it's the same color as mine I started off with oh. those we can be pick buddies for yeah. a little bit. Sweet. Someone said eighty-eight Tolex. That's what. Uh, what yeah, maybe what maybe it's playing. That. Yeah. Huh. But um, I started a with those. Pick-sized then... pick says Serang. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, my, and then my guitar teacher, a few years ago, told me, he was like, "Why are you using those big picks? Like you're, you're getting stuck in the strings." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, what should I use?" He's like. You should use the John Petrucci picks, the Jazz 3. I'm like, okay. So I tried those. I've been using those forever. And then I tried the Kirk Hammett Jazz 3 ones for a little bit too. And then now I really like the Jim Dunlop, the ones I just showed you, the 1.14 millimeter mm -hmm. uh, Jazz 3. Those ones are my go-tos right now. So Sweet. What is what is for you like? What's your personal very, personal very preference pick. when it comes to I'd to the most pick? People's pick of the week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've never had so much interaction in the chat about the pick. Probably when it when it comes to the pick, like what's your what's your preference in terms of um, the edges, the material? Is that did you experiment a lot? Because you know different picks also make different clicks when playing. Yeah. Like, what's your what's your yeah. experience? Um... I think it's like nylon material, right? Is that like nylon or something like that? I don't know. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like the plastic ones, like some of them. Are yeah. Not. I'm not really a fan of those. Whatever material, like the Tortex Jim Dunlop ones, uh -huh. are you know standard material, like that kind of material. I'm, I don't even know to be honest. Hmm. Like nylon, I I have no idea. 
something okay. like that. There was a question in the chat. Did you try the purple Kermit or the green ones? The green ones. The green ones. Yeah. With the little, with the cut. Yeah. On the upper with side. With the right? little heart-shaped kind of cut. Yeah. 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 How, did, how did that affect your playing? Uh, Well, my guitar teacher was right because like, Cause like the faster I was like getting at playing the guitar, my pick was getting stuck in the strings. Like it's hard to, you know, go fast. So that really helped when I switched to the John Petrucci picks, um, like, which is like, like, you know, with fast picking and sweet picking and stuff like that really helped out with that. So that's hmm. kind of when I transitioned. All right. That's interesting. I think that's a, that's a great pick of the week. Uh, yeah. I, I can't believe we've never had a pick before. 77 shows, and that's our first actual <laughs> plectrum. Thanks. Thanks, Aiden. Um, I'm honored, yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a first. Hopefully not the last. Um, okay, I've got one more pick left, and then we're going to get onto some Stranger Things chat once we've uh, by, borrow and burned our way through the gear. So it's my pick. <laughs> My pick of the week is a pedal. It's this, the Woman Tone pedal from Aklam Guitars. And uh, it's based on the Eric Clapton Cream sound uh, from Spain, hand-built in Spain, and painted by the artist that painted Eric Clapton's The Fool SG. And I always forget the name of the artist. Dan, remind me, what's the name of the artist that pay played uh, painted? I think it's Marike Koger. Marika Kroger, yeah. Good, Kroger. thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, so this artist also painted the design for this pedal, and then they've printed it on the pedal. They haven't painted every one, but um, there it is, and there it is, and there it is. I actually have it in my hand. It's just come off my board. I've been using it at rehearsal this uh, this weekend, and it is phenomenal. Like I've been searching for. I play in a, a blues rock band, and we do some Cream and some Eric Clapton. And when Aklam Guitars reached out to me and said, would you uh, take a look at this pedal? I said, well, that's very appropriate, very apt, because we are doing some stuff. And um, <laughs> it's it. I didn't get much chance to play with it because I put it in the chain and turned it on and it sounded great. So I left it. <laughs> and um, you know how you want to get a new pedal and you want to fiddle with all the knobs and switches? I didn't. I just engaged it and it sounded great. So I didn't touch it. Um, so I, of course I have to f fiddle with it for the for the video that I'll make, but genuinely that is a pedal that does stuff that the other pedals that I had, like the standard tube screamer, I had a, a fuzz as well, you know, neck pickup fuzz, and and trying to get this violiny sustainy tone, it wouldn't do it. <laughs> I know you can do it, but that is a really really easy way just to press a button and it does it for you and cool. the middle knob i don't know if you can see it it says um it says woman tone on the middle Sweet. knob is that which, like two uh, channel is that two channel or what do you do yeah with there's the a I, I, there's a boost so oh, boost, you engage and you boost all right um, or, or rather honestly dan between you aiden and i okay. i don't know because i just plugged it in <laughs> and i pressed the button and it sounded good so I haven't okay. read the manual or anything, oh, wow. which I guess is the most authentic way I can review a product and say that it's really good because I pressed I pressed that button and it turned it on. I pressed the other button and it got louder. So Sweet. that's why I'm saying it's a boost. <laughs> okay, but yeah, if I, may, if I may play devil's advocate here, yeah, it's another it's another very very expensive pedal to my personal taste. 
It's 300 euros, yeah, if you buy direct. 300 euros is a lot of money. Uh, yeah. Mr. 7,500J Custom, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, how much does a bag of picks cost these days, Aiden? About 15 bucks, 20 bucks? Ooh, I think they're like 20 bucks, something like that. All right. Okay, so Aiden's coming in with the most affordable option. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not going to say any more about my pedal because I really want to talk to you, Aiden, about about you. Um, but we do have to find out who has the most popular pick this week. And um, to do that, we've got to buy, borrow or burn. Now, Aiden, I know you've seen the show before. And in this game, what we do is we have to buy a piece of gear. We have to borrow a piece of gear and we have to therefore burn a piece of gear. We don't really burn it, everybody. We just, you know, it's just alliteration but i'll play the jingle and we can check out the live chat and then we can make some choices buy borrow or burn okay right so i feel a bit tense because i haven't won in a few times i haven't had the most popular one hmm. um i still don't know how this guessing game works and i can never figure it out can you can you explain the guessing and, and then yeah. therefore choose well we guess for each other so we just have to figure out what is you know the way we go this week. So usually I guess for what did I do? The guess. Why do, why doesn't Aiden guess for me? That might be a little bit easier. I guess for you and you guess for Aiden. Deal. How's that? Cool. All right. Cool. So, so Aiden's up first. Want, yeah. So who am I going for? Just you. You, you, you guess what? Yeah. What what Dan, I what both I you guys? buy borrow. No, just Dan. Gotcha. Um. You'd probably buy the Ibanez guitar because you're an Ibanez employee. Um, <laughs> well, also player, yeah. Or, well, and then also you'd, you'd probably borrow the pedal because it's a cool pedal. Okay. And you'd probably bury the picks, I think. That is pretty accurate. Pretty sure. yeah. yeah, pretty accurate. Just, just wanted to put a couple things, or put a couple things in perspective. I would burn the picks not because I don't think they're great, but I have like a lifetime supply of Planet Waves ice picks. I think that are custom printed, and they say, it? "Listen to, okay. listen, listen to Andy Timmons." <laughs> so that's kind of I'm like a missionary man when it comes to these picks. I give them away everywhere. So. <laughs> All right. Um, the pedal definitely. I would buy. I, I would uh, borrow it from Andy just to to give it a shot because Clapton is definitely a big influence. And uh, you know, if the pedal is that good, I can totally see trying that out. And as for the Ibanez, you know, I'm not just an employee. I'm also an Ibanez fan and collector. So I've been playing Ibanez since 31 years, 32 years this this year. So, yeah. That's if I pick a guitar. That's probably because I like it a lot, and um, I would definitely, if I didn't have a J Custom Sugime J Custom, it I would buy that. So spot on, well done. All right, all right. Let's go to the the live chat to see what the people watching live would do. Uh, I'm scrolling up. We've got Poo Ninja. He would buy the picks, borrow the J Custom indefinitely, and burn that pornographic pedal. Oh, there were boobies on it. I showed boobies on the channel. Sorry oh. about that, everybody. Um, there was a some slight nippleage. Uh, apologies. Uncovered. If was offended by nipples. Oh. Um, but we've all got them. Some of them of us have got more than two. 
<laughs> Jason would buy the Ibanez. I can dream right. He'd borrow the picks because he'll end up just keeping them anyway and burn the pedal. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> Funny story there. I accidentally stole two picks from the Ibanez showroom when I was there a couple of weeks ago. Whoops, never mind. They were on the floor. They were anybody's, you know, just <laughs> lying there. Had to use them. Um, where else are we going for? Lucas of L&M Guitar. Hey, Lucas, uh, a fellow Austrian at the moment. Buy the woman tone pedal for the tone. Yes. Borrow the Ibanez because it's too expensive to purchase. But love to try burn the picks because he has plenty already. Sorry, Aiden. See, such polite people, Aiden, yeah. who watch this show. They're so nice. Um, Amanda would buy the picks, borrow the Ibanez and burn the witch. I mean, woman. Fair. <laughs> and Valeria would buy all the picks with jazz and jazz with it, borrow the kidney and lungworth, Ibanez and burn the woman tone. Oh, oh wow. Oh, dear. Andy, doesn't look good. I, rem I remember that when you were saying how much you enjoyed the video that I make with it, Valeria. I remember that. <laughs> okay. Um, then in that case, Dan, you're going to guess from me. Would you please guess from me, sir? Absolutely. Um, oh, that's a tough one. I think you would, with a tear in your eyes, burn the J Custom because it's not for you at the moment. You would borrow the picks because you'd want to try out what, you know, how basically get the same feeling that Aiden had when he was helping to defeat Vecna. And you would buy the woman tone pedal because obviously it's the woman tone you've been looking for. How was that? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely burning the J custom because <laughs> no explanation <laughs> offered. Uh, okay. For the for the pure reason that it might upset you, you know, and that make me laugh for a little bit. Um, You're so mean. mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would. I wasn't sure whether I'd buy the picks or borrow the picks, but I think I'd like to borrow the picks from you, Aiden, if that's okay. Specifically from you and not from anybody else. And then, of course, accidentally not give them back. Borrow them indefinitely. But I would buy the pedal <laughs> because it did actually solve a problem that I was uh, experiencing. Uh, lack of, of woman tone. So, yeah, yeah uh, you got it right, Dan. Congratulations. Now, pressure's on. Let's see what Aiden would do. I think, Aiden, you would buy the picks, borrow right. the J Custom, burn the pedal. Yep, that's that's exactly it. Yep. Ooh. Exactly. Spot on. <laughs> hot diggity down. <laughs> Gentlemen, well, we got a hat trick this we? week. Yep. Um, we got it. We got it. I don't know how we did it, but we did it. Sweet. Congratulations. Those were well, solid um, picks. Solid, I, I, I yeah. Um, question: uh, Did you use the the Jazz Three on the Stranger Things show, or were you using something else at that point? Uh, no, it wasn't the Jazz Three. I, I can't remember which what pick it was. They just kind of handed it to me and just told me to play. Kind of as because I was wow. on the trailer. It was like right after because like Joseph Quinn shot his stuff first, and then. Once he was done, he gave me the guitar and gave me the pick. I don't even remember what. Yeah, I just don't remember what kind of pick it was. Okay, then, <laughs> then let's get into it. Let's let's get into yeah. the full Stranger Things talking to the hands of Eddie Munson, Mr. Aiden Fisher. Uh, chat, if you have any questions now, that there's the time to bring them up. But Aiden, we have lots of questions. So the, the first thing I really want to know is how did you get the gig of being Eddie Munson's hands? 
So uh, I've been living in Atlanta, Georgia, and in Atlanta, it's become a really popular hotspot for filming and like like TV and movies like Cobra Kai films here, Stranger Things, Ozark, all the big Netflix stuff, every big TV show kind of films here. And I've been doing some background work and movies and stuff. And I came across a Facebook post because like the background acting stuff, they have like Facebook groups where you can apply to join a background, uh, be a background and a movie, you know? Mm. And uh, I came across a post on one of those and it said, looking for a guitar player who can shred. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah. Okay, sweet. It's perfect. <laughs> so I, so I applied and they got back to me and they asked, they asked me to send a 30 second video of me playing guitar. So I sent a video of myself playing some steel Panther and some like shredding Eddie Van Halen eruption kind of stuff. And then they responded and they asked me to send some pictures of my hands and arms. Uh, so I did. And then they told me to keep my schedule open for stranger things. And I'm like, Whoa, this is crazy. Stranger things. <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh. Um, and then we'll see what happened. Then they asked me to, to send a video of myself playing Master of Puppets. So I learned the whole song and I sent it in clips, different clips to the person. And they told me they'd like to book me for the show after that. Sweet. So it's kind of a process of sending different stuff. Wow. Um, and then I got it. Cool. Wow. Are you aware? Was there some sort of checkup by, 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 like, did they check back with Metallica or was it just something that they, you know, were looking for? Because I, I imagine the guy who's in charge of all that, not necessarily knowing or being able to differentiate between a perfect guitar solo and something that's okay ish. So how was that, that guidance Were they very, very picky and very specific on how to play the stuff or how was that? Um, they weren't really picky. Um, I mean, I, kind of just played the song how it was and like you know and it sounded just pretty much just like it so, <laughs> okay uh and sent it to them and then they liked it and then yeah it's kind of how it just happened okay amazing well it's just uh it's very i, I don't want to um make your work seem any less but it also seems a very lucky position you were in and they were in to have someone it was, that can actually yeah. do the job um but of course you, you make your own luck you know if you hadn't learned and worked all those hours on learning guitar then i'm sure there are people that submitted stuff that wasn't up to par and you know as you just said you, you played it as it was so um i think you're sort of being a little too modest there you probably nailed it and um that's what they wanted they needed someone who could just do it and um yeah absolutely yeah and i and as soon as i uh saw that post i got right to my guitar and i sent the video and like as soon as like everything like I got on it right away, you know. Cool. Like sent back videos right away. Like tried to learn the song right away as fast as I could, you know. So I because because once they told me it was Stranger Things, I was like, whoa! I, mean, I got to get this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we spoke earlier. Yeah. You are a fan of Stranger Things, right? So we we kind of talked about it off air before we started the show. But you you enjoyed the show. You've watched it and noted. Oh out, yeah, I guess. huge fan of the show. Yes. Yep. So, what was it like being on the set? You know, did, did obviously you met Joseph Quinn because he handed you the guitar, but did you meet anybody else? Did you 
get to do yeah, any cool I got stuff. Yeah, I got to meet the Duffer brothers. I got to meet Gaten Matarazzo, okay. who plays Dustin. Dustin Henderson in the show. Um, yeah, it was a cool experience. So, I mean, it was just like in the just like in the scene. We were on the, the trailer in the trailer park in, in the Upside Down. And they had like fake vines everywhere, like just like the Upside Down is, you know. Yeah. A giant blue screen in the background because like they put CGI of like the Upside Down in the film. And then uh, it was pretty quick because uh, Joseph got his stuff done. And then once I, once he was done, he gave me the guitar. And then I got up there with us, with Gaten Matarazzo. And then that took like 15 minutes. Like it really wasn't that long. And they shot a couple different angles of my hands, and that was pretty much it. Like, okay, and uh, yeah, it was super cool. It's a really cool experience. How often did you did you have to and play was, the song? How often? Yeah. How many times? Oh, uh, less than ten, probably. Actually, okay. So not that many times. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. And the the question that I really want to know the answer to is the technical side of it. What gear did you use? Like obviously, you used the the BC Rich Warlock, the the special one. But were were there amps? How did you monitor it? How did you hear the actual backing track? Did you hear your own guitar? What were you doing? So when I first met Joe, uh, this was like a couple days before we shot the scene. We jammed a little bit. Um, it's actually that video. I don't know if you saw the video or not. It just came out a couple of days ago where Joe's where playing, Joe's playing, practicing. Mm -hmm. I was in the background right there. I was there. Mm. And, uh, that's where I first met Joe and we jammed out on some, on Metallica on the song. And, uh, I think we used like a PV amp. One of the amps, it was, could we use all the same amps in the show that were in that scene were right there with us, right, right. Uh, when we were practicing. So it was like that Fender um deluxe reverb and then a pv mace maybe or something like that like a 30 watt or something some some kind of i don't know 30 watt pv mace something like that and uh but when we when we shot the scene it wasn't like we didn't use like i just played through a backing track there wasn't I, there was no we i plugged into an amp but there was no sound coming out of the amp and it's just like we just played through a backing track so with okay. a pc rich guitar so okay so because there's a lot of questions going around the internet like or not questions but you know how us guitar players are like trying to <laughs> nitpick the tiny little things like how did he get that tone from a, a fender you know and um <laughs> people are you know and then i saw one of the most nerdy things like well actually that pv has a slave output that you can then put to the input of the fender so he's probably get the tone from the pv <laughs> Really, guys? Are we really discussing this? He's in the upside down, and there's a girl with superpowers, and, um, yeah. and there's vampire bat things, and we're wondering how he got the so, tone. Somebody, somebody commented on my post and was like, "Why? Why are you using a a Fender Deluxe Reverb amp? Like, why? Why don't you use a Mesa Boogie? It's the '80s, or like a a Marshall? Like, what are you doing?" And I was like, "It's not my choice." Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Aiden, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe the fenders they sound different in the upside down, but guess, what, maybe what, yeah exactly did, clean tone is is filthy it's tone distorted yeah is clean tone correct it's upside uh, down I, I found it funny in the scene when um uh, when Eddie or uh, Aiden they were playing the guitar I think uh, Dustin Gaten Matarazzo was was 
kneeling right in front of the cabinets, uh, like, you know, covering his ears, but still, that would have been like the worst place to be when he was cranking up the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole time I was playing, Dustin or Gaten was just, like right there. He was just like, you know, the whole time. So it was, that was cool. <laughs> I mean, it, it's such an iconic scene, man. It's, it's going to go down forever in guitar history and tv and movie history as i said at the, at the top of the show it's gonna now be it's up there in those lists um yeah they did it With so like well crossroads steve yeah. Vai, yeah yeah back to the future marty mcfly like up there with those yeah for sure i think and, and, and I just want to give some props, actually, respect to the Duffer Brothers for making sure that the guitar part was done properly. Because mm-hmm. it, whenever I see guitar in a show, my heart starts to flutter a little bit and I get excited. And then more often than not, I get so disappointed because they just have an actor who is not playing or they just show their face and they're doing the rocking out face while they're pretending to play. And I, I think that I think the Stranger Things really nailed I mean, they hired a person, you, to be the hands to make sure that it was accurate. And that is the level of detail. And it made me so happy. And I managed to stay in the show, you know, as a guitar player who who watches shows with guitar in it. Sometimes I get lost because, oh, no, they've, they've messed it up. They didn't, man. And, and it's because of you. You know, you, you are a major part of that that they managed to nail it. So thank you for helping my experience in loving Stranger Things. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's is. I'm still processing the whole thing. Like it was just such like such a crazy experience, you know. Mm-hmm. Just being on set was just like I I was like processing it, you know. Like I'm in Stranger Things right now. I'm mm-hmm. in the Upside Down. <laughs> there's there's Dustin. There's yeah. the Duffer Brothers. What's going on? That's cool. When <laughs> you know? when exactly did you film? How uh, was it? One year ago or two years ago? Or? It was a, almost a year and a half ago now. Oh wow! Okay. So it was like. It was March of last year, so March 2021. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. How hard was that to keep it a secret? It was hard. I really wanted to tell everyone, but, and, like, when I would tell people, I was they were like, who'd you who'd you dub before? And they were like, and I was like, oh, this new character named, you don't know him, his name's Eddie. You don't know him, but you will. <laughs> sweet, sweet. So it was like, yeah. Did you get any any kind of early glimpse on on the story and and how that would be, or was it just like a very limited scope of what you actually knew? You knew it's Eddie, you know, you knew he was playing in the Upside Down, and that was it. I just kind of knew that. That's like they gave me the script. I remember, but I don't remember like the what it said exactly. It said, it, I just remember they told me like there's going to be demo bats coming at me, uh-huh. and they said you're going to be rocking out, scaring them away or something. I don't know, something like that. That's what, that's all I remembered. Okay. And then when I actually came out, I was like, whoa, this is awesome. I didn't realize it was going to be like that, you know? Did you keep but the script? Super cool. Did you keep the script? No, 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 no. Oh, no. They, they're strict about all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, shit. <sighs> Did you get that to keep anything? Good. Is there anything that you managed to? No, 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 no. They're, they're su- like every film, like it's like the Marvel stuff too. Like every, you know, they're pretty straight about this stuff. You know, you can't take, it's, it's kind of like a spoiler if I took anything too also, mm-hmm. but. Okay. I, I kind of like that though. Cause then all you really took was the memory, which is quite poetic. And hopefully you can, you know, use the energy and that experience in your music and, uh, and use that. That's something that 
I know it's just amazing. It's so cool that you actually enjoy and, and love the show as well. And it all sort of combines together into this one experience that not many people in their lives are going to be able to live up to that kind of thing. It's truly wonderful, which I'm, I'm sure you know. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have some questions from the chat about the about the guitar, and one is from Sarang, and he asks, did you downpick the whole thing? So that was one thing also. So when I first, in that video, so when I first jammed with Joe, he had a ton of questions. One thing about Joe is, like, I respected it. Like, he wanted to get this down. He wanted to get this exactly like it was uh, played by Kirk Hammett. And one thing about that was the down picking, because you can't you can't go like Dimebag Daryl does, you know, like uh, alternate picking everything and stuff like that. You know, you got to go down because that's what Kirk does. Mm -hmm. like, it's all down picking in that song. So we we made sure he did that. And uh, yeah, it was all down picking in the show. I think Joe did an amazing job. Not mm -hmm. to take anything away from you, but I saw the the videos that we're talking about that were posted online, and. He basically acted the whole thing, like when in this this the scene where you you say you were there when they, when you were rehearsing, it looked his expressions, the way he was looking, looked exactly as it did when when I watched the episode. So, just the the memory and the dedication that guy must have had to to nail that whole scene and the movements, um, it really really uh, really really impressed and, and surprised me. Definitely, yeah, yeah. He really he was really driven to get that uh that part down for sure mm -hmm. so it was really cool was it was that your first experience on a on a film set to to you know impersonate that was one of my first experiences okay. yeah i think i did i may have been on cobra kai before that okay but, but not as a guitar player the first ones not as a guitar player not as a guitar player no okay. no no cool. i wish on cobra kai wish. as well i love that show yeah, <laughs> yeah. just nah. in the background though and i'm not like a you know that's but okay. still, it was cool. Really there's, always, cool. there's always a way forward. <laughs> I, I totally, yeah. I totally see Andy now checking in the background of every major major series if, if he sees you. <laughs> oh wait, is that Aiden? No. <laughs> Are you in the Umbrella Academy? I've been watching that recently. That's a Netflix show. Quite enjoy that. No, 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 not in that one. <laughs> unfortunately okay well no. they're about to start shooting the next season, so uh, you know, get in there. Hopefully, they do some guitar as well. Sweet. Um, Hopefully, a question from Amanda Aiden is that: uh, Would you have chosen Master of Puppets? Some had suggested the final countdown as a possible option. What are your thoughts, mate? Would I have chosen Master of Puppets? Um, probably because that was like the perfect. I mean, it's like the perfect song for the Upside Down too, and like the whole sequence. Mm -hmm. You know, like Vecna is the Master of Puppets. You know, uh, I don't know. There's not really any song that better song than that, I feel like. Hmm. So, I, I have to agree with you. I just I just know all this when they released that trailer. There were so many people trying to guess what was being played, and you know, again, there, yeah, there was props for the for the actual nailing the scene so people could could actually see what was being played. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a video I saw where someone thought it was the Europe, the final countdown. <laughs> um, but I'm with you, Aiden. I think Master of Puppets is. It's so obvious, it's perfect, and I'd love to know the input that Metallica had with, with that. I, I guess we'll never know, but uh, I'd love one day to. I don't even know. Yeah, because people are saying because I know Ty Trujillo. You, you guys probably saw that, right? Mm -hmm. Ty Trujillo did some of the additional tracks. I don't know exactly what he did, 
but I'm pretty sure like, cause in the beginning of the scene, you know, there's like separate guitar by itself, not the song. I think that's what he did. Mm, so nice. he just did the audio part, you know, cool with that. Again, it, it must be because there were nerds on the internet and I was reading nerds on the internet saying that tone's not Metallica tone. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. It's because it's, I mean, again, with the amps and the stuff, Eddie seemed like a, uh, a character who did not have a lot of money and therefore he wouldn't have a Marshall amp and therefore he wouldn't have all this amazing gear because and maybe it's a fender amp because it was cheap at the time because you know that that fender amp was not uh popular uh and i i'm not sure about the pv but um he would have had gear that wasn't uh popular because it was expensive <laughs> uh, and also to be, to be even more nerdy uh the in the timeline of the show master of puppets came out like what two and a half weeks before the show is set yeah so eddie yeah, the character some, uh, would have had like two weeks to learn it and he was on the run right. for a week i saw of that i saw that yeah <laughs> yeah well done eddie yeah that's uh it's a yeah he's a good guitar player i guess <laughs> <laughs> apparently yeah absolutely yeah um yeah so uh, sorry dan please yeah just out, out of curiosity, I, I'd be interested to, to know, um, since you've been following the Stranger Things from, from season one, who's your favorite character apart from Eddie? Apart from Eddie, probably Dustin. Dustin? Dustin's, yeah. Dustin's funny, yeah. I like <laughs> Dustin. Yeah. And did he get, did he get to spend a couple minutes with, with Gaiden as well, or was he just on set? Um. I briefly talked to him. Okay. He asked me how I got the role and stuff like that. But uh, he was such a he was a nice guy. He was such a nice kid. Um, super outgoing. Uh-huh. And one thing about Gaten also is he's also a musician. Like he's he played with Mike McCready from Pearl Jam. Oh wow! Too. I didn't know. Yeah, wow. I knew that Wolf. Uh, what's the name? Wolf. 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 One of the other characters. Mike. Oh. F- Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard, yeah. yeah. That that he's a like a very active musician, but I didn't know about about Gaten. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Aiden, I'd like a lot to of ask. Them are, like a, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'd sorry, like to ask: you, Is there yeah. anything that you'd like to like? We're asking you questions, and it's back and forth, and it's question answer. But is there anything that you'd like to talk about about the experience, or you know, something about that you haven't yet spoken about? Yeah. Um... One real one cool thing I did was uh when I first got the wig on, you probably saw a picture of it, maybe. Yep. That was funny. That was so fun. Uh they put my hair back in like a clip, you know, and like put the wig on. And I just remember like I could not stop laughing because it was so funny. Like I look just like Eddie Van Halen. Because like <laughs> his hair looks just like Eddie Van Halen. Have you seen it? Yeah, you've seen it, but like it looks just like Eddie Van Halen's. It's, so I was just like laughing at the have... picture and smiling. <laughs> we have it here yeah, so was, it's on the was, thumbnail for the show there you are looking yeah, um that's it wide-eyed you look really like i don't want to say scared but you look like thoroughly emotionally enjoying that i mean yeah i was it, i was still i told you i was still processing like this whole thing is stranger things you know it's yeah crazy that i was even there but absolutely yeah that's <laughs> wonderful um i'm just gonna have a look at the chat and see if there's anything anybody wants to ask but uh we could talk about Stranger Things forever, but I don't think it's fair that we just focus on one uh, part of your life. Mm-hmm. There's a wonderful story about, um, you, you talked about you did a, a Steel Panther audition for Stranger Things, but you have another Steel Panther story, right? 
That's right. Yep. Uh, so when I was 11 years old, I learned how to play Eruption on the guitar. And me and my dad went to a Steel Panther concert in Kansas City. We made a sign that said, I challenge Satchel to a guitar solo, which Satchel is the guitar player for Steel Panther. And it's crazy, actually. We went to a hotel, checked into our hotel in Kansas because we're from Omaha, Nebraska. And we went to Kansas City for the show. And we checked into a hotel. And it turns out the band was actually staying at the same hotel. <laughs> and we ran into Satchel on the elevator of the hotel with the sign in my hand. And uh, we talked to him and he said, and we showed him the sign and we, uh, he said, yeah, just come to the show and we can see about getting you on stage. <laughs> and then later that night, literally that's what happened. So I, we got in the front row. They saw, I brought, got the sign up, they saw it and they brought me up. I played Eruption by Eddie Van Halen. And uh, now it's like a viral video on YouTube, which is crazy. But. Sweet. <laughs> I mean, if you if you can somehow, I'm not saying monetize it, but link these two things together and then go forward with this, you've got, I mean, you're clearly a fantastic and, and uh, disciplined musician. You've got the basis for some great, great future. Is is this what you want to do with your life? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I like to play for a big name artist one day, you know, like a hired gun maybe or something, you know, mm -hmm. just something like that would be cool. Alice Cooper, maybe? Like, yeah, he's looking for <laughs> Alice Cooper? Yeah, like, like, uh, have you guys seen Hired Gun, the movie? You've yeah. probably seen that, right? Yeah. Jason, like Jason Hook. Yeah. Like, kind of like what Jason Hook has done, you know, something like that. Yeah. Okay, so really so, playing the music rather than... So play for, so play for Hillary Duff's my goal right now. So, <laughs> cool. Like Jason Hook did. <laughs> but yeah. That's a good plan. Uh, something man. like that would be cool. Sweet. Yeah, I mean... Hopefully you, you took connections and you, you still have phone numbers and things like that that you can, you know, just use at some point in, in the most positive way possible. Definitely, yeah. And, and now you're on Guitar Stories podcast. So, you know, the world's your oyster now. It's, it's... <laughs> I had to, yeah, I had to be... <laughs> uh, Oh, another shout out to BC Rich, by the way. If and when you're listening, come on, send him a guitar. He'll play it on a video mm -hmm. oh yeah i want one i do i really want one and we got to wait we got to point out your your channel is quite large um i was i was figuring out the other day that uh not just a video with a couple million views um uh, you have like sixty six thousand subs on your channel so something like that yeah yeah that's that's uh yeah quite an achievement already and some cool content on there so if anyone's interested to see how aiden is rocking life on stage or at home Highly recommended to check that out. Can we can we talk about guitars for a second? Really? Because, for sure. Yeah, if we, we have to, I mean, you know, it's, it's called the Guitar Stories podcast. You know, right? It's just kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'd really be interested. <laughs> really be interested to know, like, w like what's your personal guitar story? Like, what's your go-to guitar, or what's your personal development as a guitar player when it comes to your preferences of the instrument? So I've pretty much used the same guitar for years now, and it's the the PRS Custom 24 SE Floyd. Okay. It's my go-to. So that's my go-to, and it's always been my go-to, and it probably will forever unless another guitar comes into my hands. So that's, that's awesome. Mm. But, it's but interesting. yeah, I'm, 
interesting you picked a guitar that's not necessarily like uh what you would expect from the brand because i think like the the se floyds i don't know how long you 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 have that guitar already in, in your possession but the, those were especially the se's were quite out of the ordinary when when they came out because prs was not known for having a double locking tremolo system on their guitars and you know they usually would go with their vintage style tremolos so was it something that you saw, tried, and immediately fell in love with, or how did you, how do you, kind of, got aware of that instrument? Yeah, um, it's a really good looking guitar, and it's also, I mean, I tried a bunch of guitars at Guitar Center, okay. and this one beats all of them to me. Okay. So just like the way it feels, just and the yeah, twenty four frets, Floyd Rose, mm -hmm. you know. Is it, is it stock? So Jason has a question. Is your PRS stock or what mods have you done? Uh, it's stock, yeah. Interesting. Are you a modding guy? Are you like do you like to tinker around with, with your guitars and kind of change pickups and anything else? Not really. But okay. I have I have put this because I had this gold um I made it gold. I made this PRS gold right here. I'll show you. Oh yeah. Right there. Is that custom nice. made? Is it a wrap? That's a, it's actually a wrap, yeah. Sweet. Did that myself with a um heat gun and a car wrap. So that's a car it's a golden car wrap. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So Sweet. where are the joins? Because I I saw you on, on your website, I saw this guitar and I think I sent it to Dan and said this PRS yeah. is my is my favorite looking one. Are there any joins? Is there like some you know at the back, does it look crap or did you do a really good job? Because I want to do it as well. Sorry, say that again. You cut out. Uh, are there any joins in the, you know, in in the wrap? Or was it easy to do? Was it? Have you got any tips for someone like me that wants to do the oh, same thing? Um, just take your time and be precise on it because it was pretty tough around the edges of the guitar. It's really tough, you know. But it's not that hard to do. I think anybody can probably do it if you want to do that with I the do. guitar. Yeah, challenge accepted. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I I'm I'm full of confidence now. I, I'm gonna give it a go. <laughs> I think the gold looks so um, so over the top that it looks amazing. Yeah. So if you're going to do it, you yeah. know, do it. Go, go all the way rather than just you know half ass it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, what else? Celine had a question. There we go. Celine, um, are you even into Metallica, or was that kind of new for Joe and you? I mean, obviously not new, but for an example for me, she's rediscovering Metallica and learning their stuff at the moment. I've always loved Metallica. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every, like, I remember like one of the first, one of the very first songs I learned was Enter Sandman. So yeah, I've always been a fan of Metallica, the Black Album, you know, all that stuff. It's all good. Sweet. Was it Metallica that got you into guitar or is there some artist that inspired you that you haven't spoken about? No, no. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen is my biggest inspiration. hundred percent. Uh, when I first heard Eruption on the radio, in, like in my dad's car, we were driving around. I was like, what is that? And I looked it up on YouTube and I, I saw a video of Eddie Van Halen playing Eruption at the US, the US Festival in 1983. And he's playing Eruption. And, I, and it, the way he st like stood like a robot playing Eruption, I was like, what is this? Like, I have to learn this. <laughs> and that just like inspired me so much. Like I had to play that. And so that's kind of where my inspiration came from pretty much yeah 
Cool. Cool. You said you you were playing the guitar now for 11 years. When like when you look at your progress as a guitar player, what kind of where do you feel you you reach the next level? Do you have any kind of recommendations for aspiring guitar players that want to reach the next level and kind of feel they might have plateaued at some point? Or how did you kind of you know got got it flowing and, and kept the enthusiasm of, of of learning you know the instrument and kind of honing your skills and getting better and better and better to a level that you would master you know a song like Master of Puppets at ease? Any kind of recommendations from your side? Well, first, you have to be passionate about it 100%. Because if you're not, then you can't really, if you don't like doing it, then you can't really do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to like doing it. Um, I kind of discipline myself every day to play for a couple hours um, okay. to a metronome and kind of slowly build my speed up and different things and stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Zach, Zachary Adkins back in Omaha, Nebraska. I've been using this book every single day right here. Mm -hmm. It's called Guitar Efficiency. Okay. What's the name? Sorry, Zach. So really, Zachary Adkins. Okay. Just googling it now. We're both googling it. Daily exercise and tablature workbook. And yeah, what's what's great about that book is it's a it's a seven day book, so just seven days a week. Just do one section a a day, mm -hmm. and uh, uh -huh. slowly build the speed up. And just once you keep doing that, you'll be golden. You know, be you'll be shredding like Steve Vai or something like that, you know? Mm. I'm not a Steve Vai's level, but I'm just saying like, you know, you probably will if mm. you keep going. Sweet. And um, well, at, what, at what level do you have to be when you start the book? Is it an intermediate to advanced book or is there stuff for, for newcomers as well? Probably intermediate. Probably intermediate. Yeah. Add Interesting. to basket. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Like it's got 4.4 out of 5, 61 reviews. So it's probably a very recommended book if you want to you know dive a little bit deeper into guitar playing and you know be more become more absolutely become more fluent and more even quicker i mean what was the biggest like what that you took from the book is it more a general approach or is that something where you say okay if you're looking to become a better picker if you're looking to become faster on the guitar this is your book of choice um, it's kind of like a little bit of everything. Okay. It covers scales, modes, uh, exotic uh, fingering patterns and stuff like that. So, okay, I've yeah, it's 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 really good for kind of everything. You know, not just playing fast. You know, everything. Cool. All right. Okay. Well, I've I've just ordered it, so uh, you know. <laughs> All right. Every, everybody, prepare. Andy's going <laughs> to shred some stuff soon. Yeah. Maybe at Might some point we gotta get Zach Atkins in uh, in the show, right? <laughs> you should, yeah. You should yeah. definitely should. Do Do you know him, or you is he is he a friend of yours, or just a teacher, or? Yeah, I can I can hit him up and see if he wants to come on. Oh, we yes, cool. please. <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. We're gonna go see. deeper, even deeper into this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I guess uh, you're only 19, which is so young to have achieved so much. But what what's next for you? You've got anything planned? Is there anything coming up that we can talk about? Um, well, I just got, I just got a thing. I'm gonna make an appearance at a comic con, which is kind of cool for Stranger Excellent. Things. Excellent! Wow! Cool. Yeah, uh, in Savannah, Georgia. So that's pretty cool. And hopefully, I, I can do some more of those. So that'd yeah. be cool. Um, 
but pretty much just uh, I've been jamming with some people trying to figure out like my next move with playing gigs and stuff like that. So I'm on the market as a hired gun. If anybody needs a guitar player out there yeah, right here. So <laughs> yeah, good. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you've you've got a, quite a lot of um, uh, experiences under your belt already, and um, yeah, yeah, it should really, really go well for you, man. I just hope that uh, that you can use this. And um, you don't have to say anything, but have you filmed Stranger Things season five yet? Is Eddie really dead? Just blink, you know. If <laughs> oh, he blinks, he blinked. That means something. Oh my goodness. No, uh, I I personally think Eddie's still alive, but I'm just I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, you on. guys think he's still alive? You can tell us. Mm. Yeah, I think I think yeah. I think it'd be such it. a shame to to bring in such an amazing character with obviously such an amazing actor and then put all that effort into it and then and then just kill him. And I know that they're getting a lot of uh, not hate but a lot of displeasure online for bringing in a character that everybody loves and then killing him as an easy kill rather than one of the more main, uh, more um, legacy characters. Mm -hmm. So. My heart says he's still alive because I want him to be. I don't know. He's probably got plot armor. You know, if they need him to be alive, he can be alive. Dan, what well, I hope he's still alive so I, so I can go back and shred some more. Yeah. In, uh, season five. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to see him still being alive, but seeing, you know, ha having seen Dustin return his dog tag, like, or the pick more precisely to, to his uncle, kind of made me feel. It's probably gone for good. Never know. But we never saw his body, though. That's the exactly. Thing. That's yeah. the golden rule. If you don't see a body, then they're not dead, necessarily. And even if you and do see also, a body... Yeah? Also, he was wearing a Michael Myers mask in, the in one of the episodes. I think it was episode 9 or 8. And that's a that's a cam that's like a Easter egg right there. You know? Because Michael <gasps> oh, yeah! Myers... You can't kill him! Yeah, you can't kill him. You can't oh, kill Michael. Ma oh so. my goodness, Aiden, we are go. going to blow up the internet with that, sir. You, <laughs> I know. You need to make a video on your channel where where you say Eddie's not dead, and um, and then give that information <laughs> forward. And yeah, you'll be back for season five. They'll even make a season six just for you for doing that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, you've given us hope. Guys, I would love to hear. Do, do you have any theories? Because we know that final the final season will be season five. Do you have any kind of theories how how everything will kind of wrap up? Aiden, are asking the chat. You're asking. Oh, okay, they're asking the chat. Um, I think I'm just guessing. Like probably eleven will kill Vecna. That's probably how it's going to end. Something like that. You know, probably probably for something standard like that. Uh huh. I did see. I did see they're gonna make a spinoff of Stranger Things. So hopefully, like Eddie's in that or something. Or I don't know. Is it called Varsity? Um, um I'm not sure. I, might just I just saw like up. a headline. It said like maybe. I, it was I, just, saw, I just saw like a headline. It said could be. Um, I have a, another theory that I might uh, posit, if I may, and that is that Will has to die. So. In a sort of Harry Potter, um, Voldemort kind of thing, mm, mm -hmm. that Will and Vecna are linked in some way, and then the only way to kill Vecna is to also have to end Will's life. I think that would be uh, interesting. But then I also think that Eleven might have to die. That would be my theory. Uh, That's, yeah. yeah. 
I was I was thinking in a, in a similar direction that she she probably needs to sacrifice herself to rescue the others. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think some. I mean, some big characters have to die. Kind of, they can't just end it with everyone living. You know. Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, well it's not Game of Thrones, but you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I hope I hope they don't do Game of Thrones with it. That'd be awful. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't season eight Game of Thrones us. Um, I've been corrected, by the way. Uh, Varsity is the the boys spinoff. So thank you, Jason, for correcting me on that. Uh, That's a great show too. Have, have you guys watched that? The boys. Yes. Yeah. That's a great is. show. It, I love that it show. It kills, man. It, it's it's so good. Soldier boy, soldier boy versus uh, Homelander, and that last like episode six or I don't know what which one it was. But that was that was a crazy scene. Hashtag. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hashtag Homelight. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <There you> go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give too much away because we've spoiled Stranger Things for everybody in this episode, but I will say the first episode where we had that little Ant Man character that what he does in that show, um, I jumped oh, yeah. off my I jumped yeah. off the sofa and screamed because I thought it was <laughs> so great. And oh. <laughs> there's a thin line between between great and gross, right? <laughs> yeah, of course I don't want to give it away because it's it's probably too strong for the show, but it is of course disgusting and all those things yeah but to yeah. actually do it is amazing so if you haven't seen the boys then go watch the boys that's uh that's a guitar <laughs> stories recommendation for this week yeah yeah um so um let's i'm just checking through the chat to see if we've got any questions from many people that are dedicated enough to join us in the live uh show to see if anybody wants anything ask uh aiden but um I think we've covered pretty much everything and more. I mean, your theory about Eddie and Michael Myers has blown my mind, and I need some serious thinking time. Do you know? Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Like when he has the mask on. Yeah, it's the, when they, they like they steal the camper. Yeah. Yes, he has to run out because he's hiding, isn't he? He's on the run, so he has to run mm -hmm. out. And right. You just sort of see him come around the camper, I believe, and and then he takes mm -hmm. it off, and he actually draws attention to the mask and says something like, "It's really hot in there," or something. I think Man. so. Yeah. <laughs> is that your personal theory or is that something yeah. that you've that you've picked up or, or well i saw it online but i i believe that theory because that's i mean and eddie was eddie was such a beloved character this season yeah. everybody lo like he's, he's like he's like the most loved character of this season so they have i feel like they kind of have to mm. and they can't just like kill him like right off the bat too you know he barely got like a chance to be on screen that you know kind of but Okay, we'll here, here's my theory, and here's one that I think you should pitch, Aiden, and that is that he's he's not dead. He's stuck in the upside down. He can't get out, and the only way he can get out—that's what I think—is to play Eruption by Eddie Van Halen. That's the only way he can do it, <laughs> and they'll somehow hear him through the walls, or somehow it'll you know like it does with those Christmas lights. I think it'll get taken through to the 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 normal world and uh, into hawkins so then they're going to need a guitar player to play eruption and by which time i will have learned it because i'm going to buy that efficiency book and i'm going to steal your job <laughs> that sounds i mean yeah that's like the dream come true dream come true right there roll for me in stranger things yeah <laughs> actually dan, dan and i haven't shown our shirts like i'm wearing the hellfire club shirt Oh shoot, uh, yeah. As as dedication to you. I need to get then, one of those. Well, apparently yeah. it's official Netflix uh wear, Merch. but I don't know if that's true. 
Yeah. No, it is. It is. I think they're they're selling the Hellfire stuff like in cooperation with Champion and with a couple other brands. But I was just thinking like having Hellfire Club picks would also be amazing to just give away. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, huh. that would look great on a pick. Yeah. Yeah. On a, the on logo. a Jazz Three, you should definitely hit up Jim Don Jim Jim Dunlop and get some some signature picks. I'm sure they'd do it for you. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah, some custom Hellfire Aiden Fisher picks. That would yeah, be nice. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, right. Well, I got to say, man, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for all the effort you've put in, and all the insight you've given us, and and the entertainment. And I know that I can speak for everybody when I say we wish you the absolute very best with your guitar career and. Uh, I'm following you on Instagram and everybody should follow you on Instagram and your YouTube channel so we can keep up to date with what's going on in your world. And if you do get to play Eruption in season five, I will uh, drink a beer whilst watching it and toast you, sir. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks for taking time. time. Thanks for yeah, taking time. Um, I think the community appreciate a lot uh, coming to the show, especially because obviously there's a big hype at the moment. And I think it was a great opportunity for everyone to get their questions right to you. So, guys, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or a nice review on Spotify. Subscribe to Aiden's channel. It's great. It's got some cool content on there. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, subscribe to Andy's channel as well. Give us a couple of thumbs up as well so we can, you know, bring you more people on the show. And maybe we'll see Aiden in another episode in the future. Would be great. Make sure to keep us in the loop what's going on in your career, Aiden. Looking forward to seeing you maybe as a hired gun on Alice's Cooper side or with Evanescence or I don't awesome. know. Yeah. <laughs> what major acts I'll are take a, I'll take I'll take Nita Strauss's place there. Yeah. I, I you hope go. you get the, the Hillary Duff gig. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true, also. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in uh, live or post-event. We will see you very soon with the next one, and um, goodbye. Bye.